cliffcentral.com. Here's Anthea, and we know what that means. I know, we were. We were all just dancing a little bit in the studio. In fact, no, on Friday, Sia and, uh, and Sipiwe joined these two dancers that were on Casper's show. you got to go and check it out on my Instagram. Okay, we'll do They were twerking. Cringeworthy. No, no, no. You learned some, you learned some pretty awesome techniques there. Hmm? Hey, now. Look at this. A lot of body roll. Yeah. <laughs> I'd have to come for lessons. Yeah. As Ben said, modern dancing. It has that's there we go. That's Social it. cachet. All right, let's get into some money talk for this Monday morning. What do we need to know? Okay, so there's not a lot going on in company news, like sort of results presentations, a bit of restructuring in companies, some excitement there. But so just generally speaking, I think um, probably last week's U.S. inflation number is what's really driving the market. The RAND was weak for six straight sessions on Friday. Sure. Yeah, 13.16 it closed. It's now 13.14. Um, the worst, though, it's trading so badly against the pound. The pound has been so strong. We lost 5% last week, the RAND did, against the British pound. So that that's not helping sure. us. That's not really great. I mean, And the worst part of it is when we have a weaker RAND, we expect a stronger, stronger market. Yeah. But no, our market was down about half a percent on Friday. And then we had something really interesting happen. So, you know, we have the indices. We have the All Share Index, which, which I quote every morning. Then we also have the top 40. We have the resource, the gold index, the financials index, blah, 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 like long story, right? Um, and these indices really are used as benchmarks, if you like, for the market. And that's how you can measure the market. Um, and so on Friday, we had a reweighting of these benchmarks and it pushed trade up to three billion dollars and most of that was done in the closing auction because when you rebalance what you want actually is for you you want to if you're a, especially if you're an index tracking fund you want to get kind of the last price or you don't want to take price risk actually so that's over 40 billion rand traded on friday most of it in the closing auction and you know the closing auction's only like 10 minutes long or something mm-hmm. so the beneficiary of that was Definitely British American tobacco. The share was up 2.4%. 2.7 million shares traded. <laughs> so just, yep. It's it's absolutely huge when these things go, go through. Um, but as I said, I'm afraid just not enough to help the market higher. And then there's a lot going on in commodities as well at the moment. So we probably should touch on that. Yeah, can we? Um, do you keep a list of certain commodities? Because commodities, you could have endless amounts of li- you could have the price of wood you could, you're really you're right. good no you're right you could have i mean there are people who are following the price of manganese for example you don't always need to know what the manganese price is don't forget pork bellies Orange yes juice. yes correct <laughs> and these things do go up and down right yeah. all yeah, the time absolutely. and they're, they're they're basically on a supply and demand basis you can figure out what anything is worth at any given time sure. so how many of these do you watch regularly we always talk about gold um wow Gee, that, that's just kind of 
a crazy question. I mean, do you have a it commodity depends. screen that you so, watch? You know, you know Soleo, right? So yeah. Soleo is our kind of resources commodities analyst, and that's his job. He watches it, and if there are any exceptional moves, then he will point it out. And it depends on which companies you're valuing at the moment. So obviously, if you're valuing Tonga, then you're watching Sugar. If you're valuing sure. Sappy, you're watching Paper, Paper Pulp. Um, if you're valuing Harmony Gold, Gold Shares, Platinum, uh, Iron Ores, Lonman, you, you know, it just there's a lot. There are. It's an endless number. I mean, do you have the Bloomberg app? You can actually go and watch the commodities, and so it'll bring up the main ones. And the main ones would probably be gold, platinum, iron ore, palladium. Um, yeah, no, actually, I can't even list them all. It's so ridiculous. Yeah, well, this is why I'm 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 interested because if you and you mentioned app, I've got to talk to you about a project we've got to come up with somewhere this week. I don't know what happened, but the 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 app that I used to use to sort of track my stocks that I would drive you mad with. Uh-huh. It just doesn't work. What? Your, doesn't work. your Apple stop, stock watch yeah, or something it's, it's called. It's gone. I don't know what the hell I've done. Download I, Bloomberg app. It's the best. Is that the one? Absolutely the best. Okay. And you can do your own watch list and you can put your shares on there and put Excellent. the prices. Excellent. Done. And, yeah, Thank Bloomberg's you. a great app. And it's got all the news you need. Um, so, yeah. I, I use Bloomberg all the time and at work, obviously. There we go. Okay. Right. Commodities. So, Gold has come off quite a bit. I mean, there's a lot going on. You know, since the U.S. inflation number came out at 1.9% last month, and it's the U.S. Fed meeting this week tomorrow, and then they make the announcement on Wednesday. I don't think they will raise interest rates on Wednesday, but it does bring the chances of a rate hike closer home, you know, and I think they'll probably do it in December. And what that means, of course, is you're looking at gold probably coming off. The dollar's been quite strong as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also the ECB kind of, they're talking about scaling back their stimulus program. And that there's, there's lots of talk going on. Um, just kind of from a macroeconomic point of view of where we go from here, probably the downer is China where numbers were released last week weren't so great. I mean, they talk about China's economy cooling um, at what what's their growth rate now? Six point seven five. <laughs> we'll yeah. take that, well, right? We, we but, would love that. <laughs> exactly. Um and so iron ore has come off quite a bit, um, back into this kind of sixty dollar range. And it, it it's gone from kind of thirty to ninety to sixty. So it really is all over the place. And obviously all the iron ore companies that we follow, Lonman in particular, also being very volatile. In fact, Barclays said of iron ore that it's living on borrowed time because it's had such a huge rally. Um, and they're looking for all sorts of things. I think the biggest one for me that I'm watching at the moment is oil because oil is currently at a five-month high. Mm. And, you know, whenever I talk about oil or OPEC, I always feel a bit – Manipulated, if that's the word I guess. Well, you are manipulated because okay. these people, are, they're, they're price fixers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that's the it's thing, a right? Tell. So, that's right. So they want higher oil prices. I don't want higher oil prices because I don't want to pay higher petrol. Um, and so what they're doing, obviously, is cutting down on production so that it pushes, so that the supply is less, so that it pushes up the price so the demand is higher obviously mm-hmm. well i don't know if demand is higher but certainly supply is lower and therefore pushes up prices and it, it's just a little bit annoying actually all right uh let's talk about uh Kuro, please Ah, you want to talk about Kira, the, the the school's business the largest private school's business in south africa is it larger than advertech yep 
They are, they've got about 127 schools across the country in Namibia. They are listing their tertiary education business uh, called Stadio. Um, they plan to raise 840 million rand through this rights issue, and basically it is to facilitate expansion. They're planning to list on the 3rd of October, and the code is SDO. Now, I'm not sure whether or not I would buy these shares just yet. I haven't seen a prospectus, but I, I'm just warning you that it's coming, right? Um, I, I think it's a good one. You're probably going to get a one-for-one one ratio, so if you own Kuro shares, you'll get Stadio shares. Um, but I don't know. They haven't given exact details just yet. I mean, another listing which we've got coming up this week, in fact, Wednesday, is Star. Remember Steinhoff's uh, African Retail? That's right. That book was 4.8 times oversubscribed last Phew. week. <laughs> Almost five times as many shares. People wanted five times more shares than there were available. What was interesting was that they said it was marking between 18 rand and 23 rand per share. And actually, it came out at 20 rand 50. So kind of slap bang in the middle, if you like. Um, I think this will be a good one. So if you didn't get shares last week, if you can get shares when they list on Wednesday at the open or whatever, go for it. But watch the share. It is going to spike because I think it's going to spike because of demand. I mean, it's going to be a good one. And, you know, you already own Steinoff, right? We've spoken about this mm-hmm. as the listing comes out. What you should see is an unlocking of value. Um, so hopefully our Steinoff shares were up a little bit on Friday. It's now trading about 60, just over 62 rand a share. Um, so it hasn't really moved the way it has done. And I guess it's this whole German investigation into the company executives and into the books of the company. You know, they're listed in Germany. Um, yeah. it, it, it might be that that's holding it back, but I, I think that was just a buying opportunity. So. I obviously went out and bought, but maybe the market didn't believe me. I'm not sure why they wouldn't believe me. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then another listed company that's kind of doing a lot of corporate dealing, and, and this company. I mean, like, if complicated deals is a word, then HCI, Hoskin Consolidated Investments, and Nivius, which is their kind of private equity investing company. This is um, Johnny Copeland's company. Mm-hmm. They, they just make everything complicated. So what they're doing, so they own, first of all, they own ETV, they own BSG, which is a business group, uh, IT business group. Um, then Golden Arrow Bus Services. So that's what they're listing. That's yeah. it, exactly right. So they're extracting Golden Arrow Bus Services, which they're actually calling a public transport business. So I suspect they might be expanding into rail as well. Hmm. Yeah. So the NUCO is going to unbundle out of HCI and they're going to give HCI 60% of equity. They're then going to pay a 1.2 billion rand dividend of which HCI will receive 720 million rand directly and a further 144 million. They're going to use the 800 HCI are going to use the 864 million rand to write down some debt, which will bring their debt at the center to just over a billion rand. They do have a 3.5 billion rand facility. So they've got dry powder to go out and do more deals. But do you see what I mean? This whole like equity, shareholding, cross-holding, paying of mm-hmm. dividends, debt. I mean, gee. So I think there's, I, I think there's potential for HCI to rally a bit in the coming months. But of course, it depends on what they're planning to do after the unbundling. And I do think that 
this Golden Arrow Bus Services, or GABS as I call it, because that's the acronym. Sure. Um, it, it was definitely one of the rump assets that have been overlooked. And so there'll be a nice realization of value and potentially could kind of be uh, uh, also a good share to own. But again, and it's a good cash generative business, by the way, believe it or not. I mean, yeah, it's, it's an interesting one because nobody really pays attention to our golden arrow bus services. And there's always such drama, right? Yeah, there's always a problem. And, and, and whenever there's an accident, then everybody hates them and all that stuff. Just quickly, because everybody always says that we don't talk about Bitcoin and we actually had run on last week talking about it. Tell me about Bitcoin right now. Right. So, we, yeah, you keep asking me about this Bitcoin. It is down over 30% in the last six trading sessions. Mm. Yeah, there's trouble brewing here. And so I know it's had a huge rally to over $4,000 uh, uh, or more than $4,000, almost close to $5,000 per Bitcoin. It's now yeah. back to 3065 I mean, where it goes from here is anybody's guess. And I know people... Think of this as an investment. It is not an investment. It is a speculative trade. And it is not an investment because there are no fundamentals. It's a speculative trade because it is being driven by sentiment. So what happened last week, or sorry, the week before, was first of all, China said, we are not going to allow Bitcoin and we are going to cancel or, or, or make illegal trading of Bitcoin. Guess what? It fell. Then Jamie Dimon, who is the CEO of JP Morgan, is it? Yeah, mm-hmm. one of those big American banks. He came out and said, um, anybody in my company who trades Bitcoin will be fired. It is a stupid thing to do. <laughs> so, wow. Yeah. So I'm not, I'm not sure I agree with him completely. Like, I think if you want to trade Bitcoin, fine, but then watch, like kind of be careful about how you trade it because if it can fall in, you know, investing in or trading is not just about finding the winners. It's about avoiding the losers. Right. And down 30% is a lot. Yeah. So you could have, if you'd invested two weeks ago, you could have lost 30% of your money. So I'm just pointing out that that's what it is. It might be a buying opportunity. Who knows? I don't know. I, I don't really, other than it being a sentiment driven trade, And you almost have to believe that people will buy into the story for it to rally because what else is driving it? It's not driven by the price of gold or the price of the U.S. dollar or interest rates or, you you know, fundamentals. It's not like when we talk about companies, we talk about companies that generate profits and earnings. And then we look at where they are in their market share and their competition and the economy. There's none of that with Bitcoin. No. It's sentiment driven. And I don't mind you trading. How do I feel today? Yeah. Oh. And will people buy my story? Which is why people are always selling it. The people who own it have to sell it yeah. because they need you to buy it to push the price up. There we go. All right, Anthea, thank you. My pleasure. Thank and you. we'll speak tomorrow, guys. Very good. Cliffcentral.com.